Teachers of Reddit, what was the trashiest thing you've seen a parent do? I work at a school where over 80% of our population lives under the poverty line. I keep a cabinet full of hygiene products for kids to take. Deodorant, lotion, chapstick, hair gel, feminine hygiene products, shampoo, conditioner, those kinds of things, in travel sizes. Being a teen is hard enough without having to cope with hygiene problems due to a lack of funds at home. So one day the entire thing is empty. Odd. I refill the cabinet and two days later all of it's gone again. I refill it with the last of my supplies and catch the kid in the act of sweeping everything in his bag. I stop him and take him into the other room to talk to him. He told his mother about the cabinet and she'd ordered him to bring her everything he could get. She was returning the items to Walmart for store credit to buy cigarettes and beer. I told him to tell her the cabinet's locked now. I bought a bike lock so it was not a lie. It was sickening. Mother came to a school sports day swigging from a bottle of wine. We always felt desperately sorry for her daughter, because whenever she returned to school following a holiday at home, this was boarding school, we had to wash all her clothes because they reeked of cigarettes. And this poor little girl was easily the most unhappy child I've ever seen. Woman I used to babysit for worked in a school as an assistant or something in Toronto. She always told this story about how the class rabbit would go home with a new kid each week. They kept trying to avoid giving one kid the bunny for the weekend because it was clear his home life wasn't the best. But they finally caved and let him take the rabbit home. The parents killed the rabbit and ate it. They killed the class bunny and fried it up for dinner. They weren't even ashamed when they told the teacher what happened on Monday. Said they were out of groceries or something. My mom's a teacher, and in order to talk to a parent about a child that was struggling due to the school environment, she arranged to meet at the parent's house. Keep in mind, this was scheduled in advance with a set time. The dad answered the door 100% naked and proceeded to have the meeting naked right there on the front porch. My mom doesn't do anything outside the school anymore. Well, in my profession, it's more often what the parents don't do that wins them the Parent of the Year award. But I do have a couple of Hall of Famers. I'm a special education teacher, so I deal with kids with all kinds of physical, emotional, and academic disabilities. I took care of a little girl who had a number of complications due to spina bifida. Her mother couldn't be bothered to take care of her. The girl wore diapers and was cathed. She requires three to five diaper changes a day. Mom would only send five diapers a week. The thing is, she was getting full services from her community, so she was being provided with plenty of supplies. We suspect mom was probably selling the extras. I ended up just buying her diapers. Mom would not change her catheter regularly. We would change it out at school, but other than that, she'd go another 24 hours before a change out. Longer if it was a weekend. The smell from the infections she'd get after a weekend was horrendous. She had lice constantly and oozing bedbug sores. Mom would always just tell us to F off when we'd call her and tell her to take her to a doctor. Found out later in the year that she also had scabies. We offered to administer the medications and creams at school. Mom told us to go to hell. Girl would come to school in men's underwear, double XL shirts, and size 16 pants. She was eight. Finally discovered that her nine-year-old sister was changing her diapers and dressing her every day, and sister couldn't find any other cleanish clothes to put on her. Mom's response? 
I'm busy. I have to get to work in the mornings. Final straw was when the nurse discovered what appeared to be STD warts while changing her diaper one day. Nurse made for the 10th time another CPS report, but principal insisted that we call home and report our findings. Grandma found out, tipped off mom, and mom appeared at the school 15 minutes later, snatched up the kids and disappeared. Investigators showed up 15 minutes later, but mom was already long gone. Never saw the kids again. Staff raised money to get an 8-year-old girl a winter coat. We live in rural Canada. Girl came to school the next day in a t-shirt in the dead of winter. Her mom wearing the brand new child-sized jacket. The principal confronted her about it and mom told her to F off and anything her kids owned belonged to her and she could do with what she wanted. Child aid was called and that student lives with a very nice foster family now. Mom was rail thin too. Looked like the stereotypical junkie archetype. The sleeves were three inches too short, didn't cover most of her stomach, and she couldn't do it up properly. Our vice principal is a former army sergeant who's built like a tank. He's well-liked and an amazing role model in a community where many of our kids don't have a good male role model. On several occasions, I've seen mothers step well over the line and make very sexual comments to him directly in front of their kids. I mean, in plain sight of their own children, and in ways the kids notice. He's always very respectful and often asks another staff member to join him if he sees one of these parents coming to talk. But it's pretty trashy when it comes to some of the innuendo I've overheard. These aren't jokes either. They try to get handsy with him too. My cousin is a teacher and she once had a parent come to a parent-teacher conference extremely drunk and right before the meeting, tried to pull out a bag of drugs and start doing them. Police were called and so was CPS. The school also had to call 911 once because a parent overdosed in the parking lot while waiting to pick up their kid and the poor kid was too young to understand why their mom was slumped over in their car. I'm a high school teacher, and one time a parent of a child who had been going back and forth with another child on social media came to school to confront the other girl. The mom ended up bursting into my classroom to try to fight one of my ninth grade girls, sending us into a lockdown until the woman was removed by the police. I do want to make clear that the systems in place have failed this woman, her family, and her friends at basically every level, and I can understand why she felt like she didn't trust any systems to handle the situation. By the end of the school year, this particular mother was helping chaperone events and was a good role model for our young people. Her daughter was one of the best performing students in the grade. I volunteer at after school programs to help tutor. I had a student earlier this year. Good kid. Loves math. Loves computers. Wants to be a programmer when he grows up. He's really struggling in 7th grade because he has no computer at home. We have to do his online assignments at the program, but we only meet twice a week. I pulled his mom aside and explained how he could be doing much better in school with some kind of PC and internet access at home. She says that she can't afford a computer. I tell her that for $200, I could piece all the parts together myself for a fully functional setup that would be sufficient for at least the next few years. I'd even build it with him so he could learn some extremely valuable information. I'd even front her half, but she would have to pay me back. She says no way, still out of her budget. Mind you, while we're having this conversation, she's barely looking up to speak to me. Too busy scrolling through the gram on her iPhone. I say forget it, I'll do it myself. I managed to scrap all the parts together I'd need for free. I only had to buy the hard drive. The setup was really out of date, but still worked and gave it to the kid and he was thrilled. 
About a month later, I notice he's trying to finish all his homework at the program again. I ask his mom if everything's okay with the computer. She says it broke down. I say, okay, what happened? I'll pick it up and I'll try to fix it. She says she had to throw it away. I pull the kid aside and ask him. He tells me she sold it to her cousin for 50 bucks. I really don't like calling people trashy when they're apparently stuck in a culture of poverty. Maybe she needs that $50 for the light bill or groceries. But at the same time, she spends three times that amount on her cell phone each month. So it really just broke my heart. It was like she's doing everything in her power to ensure that her kid has no chance at a decent life. I work in a school in one of the most socially deprived areas of the UK. At parents' evening, we give every parent a printout of their child's grades in each subject, alongside their target grades. Last year, we had the parent of an 11-year-old respond to this printout by shouting, What the F am I going to do with this? I can't F and read, can I? This was in front of other children, parents, and her child's teachers. I've worked in behavior units slash juvies for a few years, so you can imagine the families we get. My personal favorites, number one, took the kids out on the last day of term, pull into the driveway, and one of the kids' mothers is standing there, can of Monster in one hand, cigarette in the other, and wearing a miniskirt and knee-high boots in the middle of winter. Number two, one grandparent used to come in wearing a dirty singlet with his belly hanging out, would try to kiss me and call me love, darling, and babe. And number three, a kid left grounds without permission, so didn't have his phone or anything, which we confiscate. Mom came to pick it up, and when the principal tried to engage her in a conversation about her son's behavior, she attacked him with her handbag. I have two. There's a parent who would walk through our closed campus every single day, as teachers were supposed to stop her because it's a closed campus. Every single day, she would pretend she didn't know the rules. We always knew it was the same parent because she would let her younger children who weren't in school yet ride around on their scooters ahead of her. One day, she was walking through with a stroller. She was not paying attention and her freaking baby started falling out of the front of the stroller. I saw four teachers jump up to help the kid and the mom didn't even acknowledge. The other one happened directly to me during parent-teacher conferences. I was meeting with a mom and her live-in boyfriend about her son. At the end of the conference, I asked if they had any questions I could answer for them and he started asking me personal questions and flirting with me. I deflected and told them I had more conferences, but other teachers have told me that parents have hit on them before, so it's probably pretty common. Not a teacher, but a college administrator. Parents will call in very frequently when there's an issue with their student's living situation. If they're a jerk, which is frequent, I quote FERPA to them. Best example, I had to bill a student for around $600 in damages to their room at the end of the year. Mom called me peeved off about this because they'd tried to repair the damages, but very poorly. She ended up yelling about this over the phone and I reminded her that her son was 22 years old and that I could only talk with him about this. Kid calls me back the next day and apologizes for his mom being a jerk to me and asks if I'm able to just feed his mom a bunch of bull when she calls back. It's a weird line of work. Not a teacher, but my dad once worked as a groundskeeper at a primary school. Worst thing he ever saw was a guy dropping his daughter off to school And before she went through the gate, her dad went through her school bag and took out all of her packed food and left eating it, essentially leaving her with nothing to eat that day. Dad said he was so angry that he wanted to knock the guy out right then and there for leaving his child with no food for the day. But he ended up going straight to the principal to tell them what he witnessed so it could be investigated properly and get the kid help. 
My kid went to the preschool run by the public school system. Every student there was either three or four. One day, I saw one of his classmates' moms open the front passenger door. Kid climbed in and they drove off with the radio cranked and the little girl dancing on the seat leaning against the dashboard. The back seat was totally empty. Not even a car seat. The next day, I offered the lady my other kid's seat. I'd buy another one on the way home. She told me to F off and drove away with her daughter again standing on the front seat. I let the principal know and we watched the car drive into traffic towards the highway. Day three, I've called the police, but they'll only come out if I call during the pickup. Great, that'll only take 30 minutes for them to get here. After mom drives off with daughter dancing on the seat again, I tell the principal I'm reporting the mom to family services if she won't intervene. On day four, a guy shows up in her car and comes nose to nose with me without even so much as an introduction. He says if I keep harassing his woman, I'll regret it. I tell the principal, nothing she can do. They stop bringing the kid to school after that. My mom is a middle school teacher. Just about every day, some crap parent doesn't come pick up their kids because they literally forgot about them or were passed out drunk or on drugs. Then the poor child gets sent to daycare, which is not free. Then the horrible parents complain about the charge. My mom has had to bring random kids home before who barely know the way home. It's really sad. Parent witnessed to an event, but not a teacher. My kid's very first day of school. She's four and a half. In the gym hall, all the kids and parents are in lines according to class and one by one, the teachers come and take them away. Our group was last to go. As we're waiting, a guy storms in, clearly drunk, and starts shouting at a woman in the line. Why the F didn't you tell me this was now? I've been looking everywhere, etc, etc. And he slapped the mom. Another dad in the line pulls drunk dad away and pushes him. He falls down on top of another kid. That mom screams. Drunk starts to run out. Squish kid's dad chasing him. He made it out of the gym, but then he got caught and had the crap kicked out of him in the school reception. Everyone is freaked out. Kids are crying. Then the very happy teacher who's completely unaware comes in. I start googling prices for private schools. I work in a middle school with an elementary school next door. Two girls from my school were arguing all day and told their parents about it when they got out of school. The parents proceeded to call their families up to the elementary school and fought in front of a bunch of kindergartners. Knives and everything. The cops were called and I think some of the parents are still in jail for gun possession and parole violations. One of the kids was pulled from our school and put in foster care. My wife is a special education teacher at a school that's about a 50-50 mix between lower middle class and extreme poverty-stricken elementary student. One of her co-workers had a behavioral student that kept lashing out and having the cops called on them. His mom was never home as she was well known to be both addicted to meth and willing to sell herself to pay for said drugs. The last week of school this year, he started a bunch of fights and the principal decided to just suspend him for the last three days of school. The principal called to tell the mom, who was out of state and left their eight-year-old home alone, that the kid was suspended for the rest of the year. The mom responds over speaker that the school is run by dumb racist white women and she's gonna come over there and kick y'all white women's butts. And she just kept screaming that over and over. Mom is white. The kid is white. The principal hung up and CPS was called used to work with teenagers who had behavioral problems in a special school. One day, a student of mine had an outburst. He started punching staff and students alike while screaming. It took five male teachers to hold him down. The headmaster called his mom so she could pick him up. 
She had 10 minutes. If longer, we would call the cops. The mother arrived eight minutes later. A woman in her late 40s with bleach blonde hair wearing a miniskirt and a crop top. She came in yelling and swearing at her son. She picked him up and smacked him on the back of the head while telling him he was a good-for-nothing idiot. I'm not a teacher, but my mother is. It was her birthday and I lived three hours away from her. I drove to my parents' house unannounced to surprise her for her birthday. She was obviously working as it was school hours, so I drove to the school she works at just as they were finishing. I was heading to the staff room, which is behind the reception area. I was about to announce myself to the receptionist and ask to wait for my mom in the staff room when this angry as heck dad storms in. He was abusing the heck out of the poor receptionist because his daughter got in trouble for being a delinquent in class. The principal comes out and tries to defuse the situation and a minute later my mother comes in on her way to the staff room. It's hectic in there and then all of a sudden the angry dad headbutts the principal right in the face. My mother screams and angry dad turns and takes one step towards her. Before he got any further, I, without thinking, punched that dude in the face and his nose disappeared. Police came shortly after and I wasn't charged. It was classified as restraining with reasonable force due to him headbutting. Happy birthday, mom. I worked with infants in a daycare where 85% of the children were there on vouchers. The government was paying for their care because their parents couldn't. Had a mom who was 27 with 5 kids, newborn to 9 year olds, all from different fathers. Every one of her children were mixed, but she was constantly talking about how much she hated black people. I was one of 5 other white women in a staff of 20 and she was not afraid to tell me she didn't trust the other black women with her newborn, who I practically raised from 4 weeks to nearly a year. She would only give the baby girl to me a drop off and would often complain if she saw anyone else holding her. She would bring her kids in at opening 6 a.m. and wouldn't come back until half an hour to an hour after closing 6 p.m. Once so late we had to call the police because we thought she'd abandoned them. She talked about how she wasn't making enough money and could hardly pay her rent but always had fresh nails and went to the hair salon monthly. Her two-year-old had very coily mixed hair and would come in with mats, tangles, and weak old braids. Some of the other black women who knew how to take care of that kind of hair would do so during the day and the mom was always pissed about it and accused them of trying to tell her how to raise her daughter. My last day at that job, I told my director about her racist comments and behavior towards the other women. So she pulls the mom into her office to talk about it when she picked up her kids that day, late as per usual. A week after that, I had a coworker text me and tell me she pulled all five of her kids from the daycare. I never saw the little one again and think about her often. She's going to be too soon. I hope she's doing okay. Not a teacher, but a parent. There's this one child that my daughter's been going to school with since kindergarten. She's, for lack of a nicer term, a bit of a jerk. I hear stories from my daughter and her friends, and whenever I come to their school to eat lunch with my kid or help out, this other girl is always like, why are you even here? Don't you have something better to do? Anyway, one day I roll up to drop off in the AM. It's December in Wisconsin. This girl is running around in a tank top. I'm like, dude, where's your coat? Apparently mom lost it. Dropped her off at school not only without it, but in a tank top. I ran into her and her mom at TJ Maxx once and everything made sense. She looked cracked out of her mind. 
Not a teacher, but my mom is. She teaches the visually impaired. There are these two students of hers whose parents, mainly the mom, tell them that they can't do anything and won't be able to do anything, and all they do while at home is sit around because their mom makes them. However, my mom has been teaching them for about four years, trying to get them to believe in themselves. It mostly has worked, but recently, a different teacher told them that they can't do anything as well. So that has been a huge setback for them. I just think that it's really trashy for a parent to tell their kids that they can't do anything, even though they can do many things that other people can. Last year, I taught fifth grade. I had a student for one block a day that was a little mentally unstable. She developed a crush on another girl and began writing a ton of creepy notes. The school was handling it, but apparently the second girl's mother didn't think that was enough. So they drove to the first girl's bus stop in the morning and started yelling and threatening her. They basically had her cornered when the bus driver showed up and had to pry this raging mom away from the student. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.